Robert, how? Oh boy, Robert, I've got you know. Uh, I feel like I feel like top tackling the big things this evening. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like yeah, I've yeah. had enough tomfoolery to last me quite some time. We've had our giggles. We've had our chuckles. Um, first of first and foremost, actually, I'd like to deliver some really, really unfortunate, um, disappointing news. News that is really heartbreaking to me. Um, <laughs> oh boy. This is really no, no, no. This is really just like devastating. I, I, I knew this day was gonna come, but I was a little I bit can nervous. Hear it in your voice. No, it's true. It's true because I just, I'm reluctantly having to deliver this message to you. Mm, okay, okay. Hello, podcast. Hello, podcast. Hello, Robert. I hope podcast and Robert is doing well. I can't hear you. God bless. I love you. I agree with that. And that was um, that w- that was all of Lost for Summer Incorporated right there. Mm. I just made a quick appearance onto the podcast to say hi. Oh wow! Hello, yeah. gentlemen. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. Was... They're off to go play their show. Okay. Yeah, my ears just about burst with that, but that's fine. No, problem. <laughs> <laughs> no, no worries. I'm you know me. I keep it pushing. No, I took the I took the um I took the yeah, AirPod and I just stuck it in their mouth as they were talking. Justin had it <laughs> mid like it was resting on Matt's uvula. Oh, well, did it but I it seemed like you put it in a rock tumbler as well. And then just turned it to max volume. Okay. It was a light dry cycle. All right, you know that I gave up paleontology years ago. But <laughs> paleontology but you never is really dinosaur gave bones, it right? Up. <laughs> yeah. What is uh what is the study of rocks? There's a certain name for it. Autism. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, there's a longer name. There's a longer name for it. Uh, Hold on, I'm gonna look that up right now. Okay. <laughs> the study someone's just yelling at the top of their lungs as they listen to this podcast, the answer. Study of rocks is called. Oh, petrology. Petrology. I get it. Petrology is the study of rocks, igneous, hmm. metamorphic, and sedimentary, and the processes that form and transform them. Robert, what processes form and transform you? <laughs> Uh, man, I don't. Know. <laughs> that's way too deep of a question, man. I don't know. I no, listen, listen. This that. is what I'm saying. I mean, I'm done with the tomfoolery. Oh, I'm done with gosh. the jokes. I'm done with the the, the, the okay. giggles and the laughter. I'm ready to the like he-he's. have a really serious gut wrenching podcast about oh, where God. we stand on big time issues. You know what I mean? Because like, I don't want to. Do I would that. hate. Listen, we've been doing this podcast for quite some time. It has taken on many forms, many functions. It has ebbed and flowed all throughout the years. And I would hate to forget our roots and not be able to have these deep, philosophical, really interpersonal conversations about Uh, our life, our thoughts, and our relationships. So I was thinking, first and foremost, what transforms... What what was the... What did I ask a second ago? What did it say on the definition? What forms Uh, and transforms you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the first question. Question B is, 
what do you think is the biggest conflict area in our friendship? <laughs> question C. Oh, question C. <laughs> question C. Then the third half, the third section of the podcast, will then be. Um, are we will? I think that we could probably talk about free will versus determinism. Oh, and just God, kind of break no. that, break that down. Do we really have free will in this world? That do, is we wanna, do we want to break down us? Calvinism while we're at it? Arminianism. <laughs> I thought Whoa. I could bring in a few views that I've been taking up from the Orthodox Church, wow. actually, and uh, <laughs> sprinkle them I, in there just to kind of enlighten us. I think I'm going to need something more than an energy drink to, to get me started. Listen, I just like to come prepared for whatever is, you know, not every night can be a ha ha he he who who kind of night, you know what I mean? Uh, Not fair. every podcast can be so sarcastic, lighthearted, satirical, just joke heavy. Cool. Because here's the thing is life, life does need levity. But we also have to be confronted with life. And not just be confronted with life, we need to confront life. You know, wow. we need to stand up, take the initiative. Are you ent- are you entering your pastor arc right now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start a revival in the like South it. Bay. You need need to confront life before life confronts you. If if you you, did that, like started making a TikTok, I'm entering my my uh, theologian era (laughs) theologian arc. You know, I would I would get a a a ticket in 30 minutes, fly down there, and backhand you. I mean, so quickly. That would be that would be the extent of it. Is just a swift backhanding. Yeah, yeah, and then I would get back on the plane and leave. Now, would you ever come back again? Um, yeah, probably, but it would just be like, hey, like, just letting you know. But no. what if I started doing that? What if I just started posting, like, real pastory moment? Like, I just start going on to TikTok, and I just start giving real, like, deep, emotional motivational speeches because what if we just turn that pot we've been doing this whole comedy thing for a while you know and it hasn't really taken us anywhere um Mm -hmm. except for some would say further down to the depths of hell (laughs) so maybe we should use this podcast for good and become more of like a theological like we'll debate mormonism and we'll tell the catholics why they're going to hell for praying to mary and um fight people uh, that are deconstructing Mm, we can have we can have my boy uh, Nate Dog on the on the podcast. Oh yes, argue Catholicism. I had someone, and and I hate to take us off this beautiful path you're going down. And I still haven't but, been able to tell you my bad news yet. Oh, you haven't? No, I haven't gotten to my tragic news that oh, I discovered. Well, we then can get fucking to it after. hurry up. <laughs> well, we just got distracted on something else. Um. But uh, we can we can we can come back to it after. I'm just gonna put a okay. pin in it and let everyone know we're coming back to it. Okay. Um. Well, now I want to hear the bad news. So. Okay. Okay. Well, here's the bad news. Here's the bad news. Mm-hmm. And this is news that I feel like we felt was probably inevitable. It was. It seemed too good to be true, and it was too good to be true. But I did some deeper diving and digging, and I discovered that that beautiful, beautiful gemstone of a Baptist church website is 
a satirical website. Yeah. And uh, yeah. we were duped. We were duped. And and for only a second. Because the problem is is it's so well done. Whoever has done done it, they crafted such an amazing product that it like it toes the line to you're like, no, this is this can't be real. There were so many times where like this can't be real. Like there's no way. But then you read a little more and you're like, maybe this is real. Maybe this is a real person. And I don't and I don't think that it's gonna stop me from continuing to read things from that website on this podcast. No, no, no. Not at all. And I'm going to treat it like it's real, but I'm just going to tell you now I did some deep diving and I realized that, you know what, it is, in fact, a bit of a gotcha, a bit of a, a bit of a, a, a pull your leg moment, you know what I mean? Well, I, someone you know, mocking I, the Christian faith yet again. I'm glad you brought that up because I did I did quite the deep dive uh, this afternoon at work on that website. Mm. On that and website, too, yes. Love it. I, too, can confirm and I clicked many links, many, hey, this is my Twitter bio, this is my, you know, this bio. And I got to say, it's, it really, it really, it really dupes you sometimes because you're like, yeah, well, obviously this is satirical. And then you keep reading, you're like, but it may, it, it may not be. Exactly, right? Like, right? I, obviously there's some actors here, but I'm like, but. I don't think everyone's acting. I've, that's the thing. I think that there are some people where it is satirical, and I think some other people have not only gotten duped, but they have fully bought in, and they're posting real thoughts on there. Because there's some people where it's like, this is too, like, you're, this is too deep. They're, they're too much of living a fake. This has to be an actual person now at this point. Oh, yeah. Which is, which is a gem. Which is, you know, which means that, listen, maybe with each one, you know, it could be a joke. It could be real. But why would we want to ruin the fun for ourselves? You know what I mean? Why yeah. would we want to just admit that Santa Claus isn't real? You know, why would I want to ruin the 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 masquerade? Like, yeah, maybe it is fake. But I'm gonna just keep reading it like it's real. Mm. There's someone out there that probably thinks these things. Uh, oh yeah, someone not yeah 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 someone out there. Yeah, not not, not a, <laughs> no one in this we group. We don't we don't condone not anyone no. the laws for the summer or LLC. No. <laughs> Conglomerate. No, no 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 no. Not us. Hmm. Well, you said you were doing some deep diving into some race issues, race related things. Something uh, like yeah, something like so. Okay, I have I have a couple couple interesting uh moments highlights of this week it all happened in like 48 hours which hey that's awesome that's usually how it goes though yeah 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 i was uh and now this is like 10 30 in the morning prime racist hour right that's what i always say at least. whoa okay hold on hold on 10 30 in the morning uh-huh what about 10.30 in the morning do you feel like is the prime hour for racism? Because I don't know if I yet agree with that statement. Well, think about it. You're still kind of groggy from from waking up, right? Because, you know, you woke up yeah. at 6, 7, whatever in the morning. Like yeah. The, mo the, the normal person would. Yeah. But then now you have the coffees taking effect, so you're, feeling, you're still kind of groggy. You don't quite have your senses all there, but mm -hmm. you have energy. So it's prime time to say the wrong thing. At least okay, in my hold on. Mind. So 
you're tired, you don't you wake up, you don't want to get out of bed already. You certainly it's don't want to go to your job that like, uh, a job that you you work too hard and get paid too little. You know, you're a little bit bothered, but you have to get out of that warm bed. You have to go to work, you have to sit through the traffic, deal with the people that are trying to just run you over for some reason while you're just cruising 62 in the middle lane. Mm. And uh, and then you get to work. And so now you don't want to be at work. You're tired. You just dealt with people in traffic. Maybe you got caught off by an Asian. Maybe got tailgated by a Mexican. And now you're a little bit bothered, you know, and you have some faces and names that you want to reach for in your vocabulary to blame for your irritants. Now the coffee is set in, so you're starting to get that amp. You're amped. You're starting to feel that, ooh, let's take on the day. But you're still annoyed at the world because you haven't, by lunchtime, you know, like you're an hour away from lunchtime maybe. You're probably chilling by 11, you know, 11.30, something along those lines, 12. After lunch, you're too tired to be racist. You know, you just yeah, eaten a full that. lunch, and now you're ready to take a nap. So just ate a full KFC meal. And then the next prime time to be racist, I think, is is like once you get home. Well, the problem is, is that once you get home, that's usually any of your anger and energy becomes domestic violence and not racism. <laughs> I was going to say that. Racism is really reserved life. for the workplace. So you may, I think you're right. I think 1030 might be prime hour for racism. That's, at, hey, least that's in, at least in America, at least out, in an American in schedule. The, oh, yeah. The rest of the world is just all the time. Yeah, they're just always racist constantly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's Outrageous, no, there's no off time. It's pretty. It's honestly pretty disturbing. But anyway, <laughs> just live and breathe racism. <laughs> so, I, I'm talking to this guy. He's he's my he's my main contact, right? And and he. We're talking about, of course, we're talking about poor people. Yeah, and, of course, and, a favorite, and, one of the favorite topics of yours. <laughs> and it's it's ironic because I didn't bring it up; he did, which I was like, okay, well, you know, we'll go down this route. Um, wait, hold on, you cut out for a second. Wait, 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 you didn't bring it up, or he did? <laughs> no, no, I I did not bring it up. He brought it up. You know, and this is the crazy thing, though, is that you are a, you're an interesting fellow. You've got some great takes, some hot takes, though. They're spicy takes at times. And they have certain things that really just set you off in ways that other people don't get quite as set off as you. But you tell me about these stories, you report back, and you're surrounded by all these people who are like, they make you look very civil. In all areas, like even in the areas that you're a little bit uncivil, you look really prim and proper when amongst these other blue collar workers. Yeah, there's some wild people out there. There's some wild. You're pretty boys. woke when you're standing next to you know. <laughs> yeah, to, the guy that works in, at Jiffy Lube in your ho- in your hometown. <laughs> okay, so uh, he brings up the pores. So he brings up the poor, and we're talking about uh, welfare, and like, mm-hmm. uh, and I and I was sh- like, he was talking about you know people who you just like have kids for and first of all money from the government. What race? No, no, no there's no. This is no race. No no, 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 no. What? No, 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 no. What race is he? Oh, he's he's what? 
Okay, he's white. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. You know that could be multiple races that that have that complaint. I was asking because I genuinely needed to know. No, yeah, I've got I've gotten that complaint, uh, pretty much across the board. I don't think Asians. I've ever heard an Asian. Yeah, I was gonna yeah, say I don't yeah. think Asians have ever complained about that issue before. Yeah, so he's you know he's talking about <laughs> this, and I just kind of. I was sharing. I was like, "Oh yeah, well, I'm like, I, I'm a welfare baby, basically. Like, you know, uh, and I was like, my mom basically had kids and then lived off off welfare." And he's like, "Oh really?" And so we're talking about that. And then he 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 and Ian, Ian, I I beg of you to believe me that I did not bring this up, Robert. But he's Robert. I will suspend my disbelief at the current moment. And I will try my darndest to believe every word that you're saying right now and believe that you are not the starter and instigator of this conversation. Brother Ian, I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Love assumes the best, Robert. Love assumes the best. Yes, yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so this this kind gentleman, he starts talking about, he's like, you know, he's like, I'm not for government interference, but some people should should just be sterilized. They should not like have stop breeding. And I just start laughing. I was like, "Oh yeah, like there's some yeah, there's a lot of shitty people out there." I was keeping it very civil. I was trying to be like, I was <laughs> yeah. just, I'm like, you know this, I this could this line could could toe uh, this line could snap quickly. You know, because we're also like at work and not at a bar. Right, 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 right. You know what I mean? And, and his makes door it even is a little open, bit more and weird. he's talking very loudly. And so I'm like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, and, and he, uh, so he's just, like, going on and on. And I'm like, oh, yeah, just. And then he's like, yeah, you know, he's like, honestly, 13% of the population should not be breeding. And I, okay, so I did not understand what he said at all. I just thought he threw a percentage out, and I was like, "Yeah, that yeah sounds I totally like he just ag- threw a percentage out." I was like, "Oh, I yeah, I totally agree." And then he elaborated, and I was horrified that I agree. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> "He goes, you know, because they commit fifty percent of the crime." And I was like, "Oh wait, what?" Oh, and, <laughs> and I was like, "He's like, yeah, he's like, you know, just they shouldn't be." Pro-. And I was like, "Oh, oh, oh my okay. gosh." It was so uncomfortable. I was like, uh, did he just say that? (laughs) That's one of the craziest things I've ever heard you say that someone has said at your work. That's unbelievable. Dude, that is like such a left, because 13% is like, yeah, yeah, I believe that. I believe that 13% of the population of this world should probably not have, I believe that probably a higher than 13% of the people on this planet shouldn't have children. You know what I mean? Like it's it's most people that I meet on a regular basis are not equipped to have a kid or parent a child. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I, I could uh, – 13%, that seems low. So if someone just throws – yeah, 13% of the people should not be having children. It's like, yeah, that's an easy head nod. That's an easy agreement. For anyone that's thinking critically, that is an easy agreement right there. But then yeah. – he duped you. He 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 took a well, he took a hard left turn. It's a, it's a little worse than that because I didn't quite give all the details. Because I'm a little I'm a little embarrassed. I'm a little oh. embarrassed. Okay. Because he says 
well, yeah, 13% of the population shouldn't be having kids. And I said, well, yeah, because they're so low IQ'd. (laughs) (laughs) And then he, he... He said the next statement, which I told you, and then I was like, I can't believe I just said that. Oh, shit. Dude, he's definitely going to invite you to a rally. Yeah, he got me hard. Definitely there's a future where he's going to invite you to the rally. He he juked. My ankles snapped. He juked me so hard. I mean, and this is the thing what scares me with someone like that is I feel like those people – like, I, like I feel like those people define friendship by are we close enough that I can say the n word around you and not think that you're gonna be mad about it. you know what I mean? Oh, and like, and I they're kinda... trying to as as early into the friendship as they possibly can sneak it in there, like throw out a little bit of warmth. How how do you how do you like how do you what are some like little lines you can throw out there to kind of see maybe I'm it's cool that I could say the N word around these people, you know, not that you, not that that's something that you're really doing, but gonna, like, I, I was going to say, are you actually going to have me try to answer that? Cause I'm not going <laughs> to, <that>. no, <laughs> no, but like, what are some, what are some signs? Okay. Here's a better question. Then. I don't know. Here's I've never thought about then. that. Ian. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. Here's a better question. This is what this is better for you to answer. I'm, I'm really like looking for you to answer. I don't think any yourself. of this is better for me to answer. I think I've already said no, 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 no. way too much. No, no, no. What are some telltale signs that someone is going to say the N word to you at some point in the near future? Like this guy oh, definitely oh, is going to say the N word. Be- because he says in conversation, y- you know. Like way too much, you know. Like you know, you know, and then he doesn't say it, and and that's how you know. Oh, this guy's about to. to when you say you know to to a certain group of people, yeah, you know, because they're you know, you know, like I'm not gonna say the thing, but you know, know, those people, you know what I'm thinking? They're they're them. They can kind of be, you know, what they're like. You know exactly what they're like. Wow. Wow. That is one of the Have you ever heard this guy say the N-word? Not yet. That seems hard to believe. He seems like this guy. How so how well do you know this person? Um not Well, okay. I've known him for 3 years. Yeah, about 3 years. But on I guess on like a, a just a more of a professional level, like him and I, yeah. we've, uh, uh, yeah, I, I mean, he's like my contact. So I've spent quite a bit of time with him on yeah. the account, but not like in depth, but he's been really getting comfortable with me the last like month or two. And Don't you then, love that? Yeah, he, Don't you love that when someone just, just decides that they're going to start getting really comfortable with you? Oh yeah. Just... Just love it. Was there anything else that you wanted to speak on from that interaction? <clears throat> um, no, I don't. I don't think so. Okay. Okay. Um, well, <clears throat> I had a I had a couple interesting uh, discoveries that I made myself this week, mm. um, or over these last couple weeks. I uh, spent some time on the internet. One of the things that I was up to was I perused. Um, your little dating website that we found called Double List. Mm. 
And, uh, you know, I, I don't think I read these off to you, have I? Uh, no, you haven't. Okay. Okay. I couldn't remember because it's been a few weeks since I found these. We just, I don't think we talked about it last episode or something like that. So, um, I have three. I wanted to go back on again, but I guess for some reason now it's making me pay a subscription to be able to use it for some reason. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know what that is. I just tried to go back on recently, and I'll have to maybe mess around. Maybe I was, maybe there's another way. But it, every time I clicked anything, it just referred me back to the subscription page, which is like huh. six bucks a month or something like that. Oh, screw that! Maybe it's getting <laughs> yeah. super popular. Oh yeah, doublelist.com. You know that's it's probably from us talking about it on our podcast. It probably, probably was. shot the ratings through the roof. You're welcome. What double list, whatever it's called. Double list. Um, yeah. Okay, I've got the. This is the first one that I found, and um, this is just kind of really to set the tone exactly of what what kind of marital or companion uh, candidates you'd find on a website like Double List. Mm. I don't even know if I want to read the title of this one because it kind of gives the whole game away. Maybe I want to read just the just the the body paragraph. Yeah, just, um, just surprise me. I'm gonna surprise you. All right, here's a dude reaching out to another mm-hmm. dude, looking for friends. Basically, I looked for friendship once, uh, and that's what I was in. Since COVID, since COVID, I have not been able to go to the gym. So I bought exercise straps and adjustable weights. I have been using them naked, which is a lot of motivation. I am looking for a buddy to work to work out with two to four times a week at my place or yours naked to help motivate each other. You don't need to be ripped, but at least look like you've been to the gym before. Send pics. Let's do this in Hollywood here. Details. 45-year-old in Melrose District looking for a 24 to 59-year-old. Yes, sir. 45. For some reason, I was not, and and this is where my naivete kicks in. I was not expecting that. You were looking for what? Youthfulness, you thought? I just, yeah, I kind of just thought like late 20s, early 30s. No, 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 no. Because if you're late 20s, early 30s, you don't, like, there are so many other places to find this kind of thing that isn't double list. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, double list is for the desperate, for the people that don't know where, they're like, you have nowhere else to go. Like, either you have tried every other dating app and none of them have ended up being even somewhat successful. Your photo, you never get swiped on, so double list is the final place that you end up. Or you're married and you don't want to be caught on a regular dating app. Or just use Ashley Madison. Yeah, but that one got hacked, so everyone's you know everyone's a little bit skittish about that one. That's fair. Um, and I think the thing with this one is that it's nice that there's no photos. No one wants to post photos of themselves, you know, because these yeah. not They're- these people. These people, they've already done the apps with photos, and that hasn't gone well for them. Because even if they've made a great offer, like, hey, I'm just looking for a workout partner to do this whole thing naked with, which is like off the bat right now when I read that, I'm like, sweet. I I unfortunately don't meet the qualifications because I'm not 24 yet. So... (laughs) Otherwise, I I would reach out. I might... Hey, Ian, I might... uh... (laughs) Maybe... I'll I'll have to send you the link for this one. Otherwise, I I would definitely... 
definitely reach out for this one. But the thing is, is like if I saw this guy's photos, it would probably turn me off because he's probably tried other websites and the photos have been the kind of big no-no for that, for the people on there. Mm. Um, Robert, have you ever, th- have you ever thought about, have you, you've worked out at your own house, haven't you? Mm-hmm. Have you ever done it in the nude? Yeah. Of course you have, dude. Of course you <laughs> yeah, have. So, dude, so many times. I knew it. I knew it. I'm not surprised. <laughs> I know I'm surprised. And I'm not, I'm not like weirded out by that it? either. No, I'm not weirded out by it at all. I kind of get it. I'm not a big fan of having my weenie out. So like, like I don't sleep in the nude because I don't like having my weenie out. You know what I mean? That's I like to have that tucked away. That's fair. I would work out in just my boxers. That would be cool. I haven't, I haven't done that. Have you ever, have you ever podcasted in the nude? I'm podcasting the nude right now. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> yeah. Really? Uh huh. Right, I'm not completely naked. Pictures. Yeah, you're completely naked. Yeah. <laughs> but does I'm straight straight vibing? How often is that happening on the podcast we do over the phone? Uh, probably about every time. <laughs> every time you're naked. <laughs> Uh, maybe not. Maybe maybe I'll have a shirt on. When I say naked, I mean whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> so you're telling me, whoa, that's so much weirder. That's somebody you Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> you're telling me that if you're gonna wear one garment of clothes, it's gonna be a shirt, not yeah. shorts or underwear or anything. Yeah, no. My Even socks, man. Even just <laughs> socks would be a little less weird than just a shirt. Does it not? A, does it affect the way that you podcast? No, <laughs> I'm not like not positively or negatively. It's just it no. is. It, you know, it is what it is. Okay. Okay, and is it because it's hot or like what? No. I just, I don't know. I don't have a good answer for you, to be honest. All these answers are really good because they don't make any real, like, you're not connecting many dots for me. And that's what makes them such great answers. Well, I've never been one to connect many dots, to be honest. No, 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 not really. I've never done something and people are like, you know what? That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. I actually kind of <laughs> see it now from your perspective. Yeah. Looking at things from your perspective makes things less hard, or it makes them harder to comprehend. <laughs> it's okay. I've got a really sad one. Um, not really sad for, I mean, this guy is sad. It's a sad dude, and what he's doing is a sad thing. Mm. Um, but at the same time, what is really sad is for the people that are in his life that uh, don't know about this post that he's made in the Los Angeles area. And this is under friendships. This isn't dating. This isn't marriage. This isn't anything. This is people looking just for a friend, you know? So, like, they have innocent, innocent minds. I'm not I'm not here for any kind of explicit whatever. I'm not here for lewd interactions. I'm here just to make a friend. Um. I'm going to read you the title of this one because the title of this one is Married Cowboy in Search for an Escape. Hell yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I am a happily married man. Emphasis on happily married. Okay, he's not happy. Looking, looking for a happily married woman for friendship. First sentence right there, Robert. What do you think off of the bat? Uh, you know, I'm I'm. Is for some reason it's thrown up a couple red flags. The system really is, weird. Is, That's strange. Is saying, hey, this isn't right. This uh, this person may have a warrant. I don't know. I don't know because as far as I know, people that are happily married don't typically commit crimes. So it doesn't. I don't really understand how you're connecting those. I mean, you're not one for connecting dots, mm-hmm. as we've not already kind of pre-established. But um, I'm really not seeing it now. Uh, and it pisses you because he's not looking for a lonely lost soul. He's looking for another happily married person. Just happens to be a woman. It, ju- it just seems odd, right? Well, no, it doesn't seem odd because he's just looking for friendship. What do we not all want friends? And he wants someone that's in a similar walk of life. Because this is the thing is that he's probably like, okay, listen, I'm having a hard time. Like I, Okay. What he is thinking probably, most likely, is that I want to make sure I can be the best possible husband for my wife. Well, that make well, I, and Ian, of course you would get this. You're married. I'm not. So it's I'm, like, yeah, how, so I have, I have this, I have this life experience. It's how, how would you be able yeah. to see through the things? Okay, and let me explain this to you. But there are sometimes, as a married man myself, there are questions that you don't want to ask your wife because mm. you you feel that she will feel that you should already know the answers to these questions, you know, because mm. like that's your job. <laughs> that's one of the big ones. Or when when is her birthday? You know, how many of her parents are still alive? You don't, you know, and those are things that you should probably, ha- you should know that by now. What's the name of her favorite third cousin? With the yes. eye, and you're like, yes, uh, yes, that's specifically, especially when you know all those details and you just don't know the name. Um, and, and you know, if you want to ask, like, what what kind of places do women like to go out for dates? What kind of clothing is fashionable for women? You know what I mean? Like, how do you naturally? That's a great example that I just made there. I hate to pat myself on the back and be, you know, a bit more haughty about this whole thing. But I am making brilliant points at the moment, whether you're picking that up or not. Um, yeah, you don't you don't know. You can't ask her, like, what if you're trying to buy her a gift, you know, and it's like, hey, what clothes do you like? That's obviously because you're asking that question because you want to buy her clothes, especially if you're around Christmas or around her birthday or whatever. So then you ask your woman friend who's married, hey, what clothes do you like? What's in right now? What kind of styles are are on and popping? And then you can get that information to go buy your wife the perfect gift without her knowing that that's what you're doing. KitchenAid. KitchenAid, Tupperware, things like that. Kirby vacuum. Ooh, I uh, They have very lovely door-to-door salesmen. Oh, yeah. I am a happily married man looking for a happily married woman. For friendship. I am in my late 30s. I have children. Ooh, rough. I am in search of an easy connection. Nothing forced. Looking for something long-term. 
So this guy is ready for commitment. So this guy already shows that, like, he's dedicated to his wife because he's into long-term commitment, you know? Mm. He's not going to be flighty. He's not going to cheat. He's not going to be unfaithful. That's why we shouldn't question him and his motives right now because he's ready for long-term commitment. I really have no expectations about meeting. Honestly, I'm just looking to see where this may go. Hope to hear from you. And thank you for taking the time to read this. Details, 38 years old in Inland Empire, looking for a 30 to 60-year-old woman. 30 to 60, quite quite the age range. I respect it. At least he's keeping it, like, here's the thing, is that he understands that he doesn't want a happily married 24-year-old. He wants a happily say. married 30 to 60-year-old. He wants someone that's been in the marriage for years and is still happily married. Well, you can't be happily married that young. No, no. Well, you can be, you but can, you're just living in a naive deception-like well, dream was, world. No, no, You You can be in love. You just can't be happily married. Oh, <laughs> interesting. Interest. That's a bold claim. Please break that down for me. <laughs> no. Okay. Well, I didn't really want you to anyway, so I'm really uh, – jokes on you. I wasn't actually asking. <laughs> I was just, oh, okay. you know, throwing it out. I was just saying it to hear my own voice. Oh, okay. It doesn't seem that way, but yeah, yeah, sure. No, yeah, no. I'm definitely not offended or a little bit butthurt by the fact that you won't answer the question that I asked you that I thought was a relatively reasonable question, but whatever. Well, here's the thing. Being in love, you still have some life behind your eyes, right? You still have yes. a shimmer in your smile. You still have yeah. a... The, the the spring in your step you still have the waft in your flowing hair thirty uh, five what do you have left not much you're used up you pushed out a couple kids your back hurts uh you got bunions you know you might be you might be losing some of your hair so at yeah. that point you have to be happily married you have to be happy. I see what you're saying because because you can be married at a young age, but you still have too much going on personally that you can just be – even if the marriage isn't ideal, you can be happily content with who you are as a person and all the things you have going for you because you're still youthful. But if you're in your mid to late 30s going into 40s, and you're still happy, it must be a happy marriage because, you know, there's not much there's not much left for you. You don't look in the mirror and think, wow, I'm just, I, I'm that, I'm that girl. I'm that I'm guy. Him. You look in I'm the mirror her. and you're like, you know what? I'm a little bit bruised and battered and yet I'm loved still. And that's mm. where you find your happiness. I can see that. I can see that. That kind of makes some sense. Yeah, when you put I it am. so... So elegantly is that. I have one more for you off a uh, off a doublelist dot com. Um, this one is somehow even more sad, uh, and this is really sad for the person that's writing it. I you know I hate to put some pre um like I'd hate to frame this for you before you see the picture you know and tell you that it's sad. I would like you to be yeah. able to draw your own conclusions, but yeah, I just want you to know that it. Yeah, but it feels sad to me, you know. And uh, I think I think because off the title alone, it's sad. And so well, here's the I title. Mean, I am a sad boy. 
Here's the title. Female company. In any form. Female Uh, company. Starting off, starting off strong. Starting off. In any form. In any form. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I just need any form. And these this is the thing though. That when you tell me doublelist.com, I think these people are looking for company of any form. Like mm. at this point, they're they are not picky. They have tried everywhere. They have failed everywhere. They do not get attention, even at the places where they feel like like when you walk into and let me tell you, as someone who has been morbidly obese, <laughs> there are some places that like you know, I don't get it. I can't expect that when I walk out the front door, people are into me or are looking at me or are thinking, oh, he's kind of cute. Oh, maybe I should go chat with, chat it up with him a bit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But when I don the doors, when I darken the threshold of a Walmart superstore mm. and, no, and nobody, like nobody even kind of pays you the time of day you know what's even worse is when you've started losing weight you've lost like 20 pounds 30 pounds maybe even 40 40 pounds and yet still you go to walmart superstore and nobody cares like nobody cares they could the girl that's working at subway couldn't care less could not care less about you no one gives you a second look. If you make eye contact with anybody, they immediately look away again. Like, there is no lingering look. There is no gaze. There is no up and down, like, little checkout. There's nothing. And you're like, listen, I thought I was on the mend. I've lost 40 pounds. Like, I, that's a lot of weight for people. Like, I should be looking good. And I look better than I've ever looked. And yet still. That's a toddler. I, that's a toddler. I, that's a whole child. I've lost a whole child's worth of weight off my body. And yet I am going to Walmart. Like the only other place I could go that's maybe like if I went to a Wilco or some kind of like farming oh. outlet, maybe, maybe I could have somebody take a glance in my direction and yet still nobody cares. And that's like a really, really soul crushing place to be. And it's like, wow, nobody loves me, or at least nobody is interested in me in any kind of way other than, uh, well, you're, you're like, I'm just, I, the only people that want to talk to me are people that I've just, I've already been in their life for years. So it's just like, all right. And even those people are still iffy about it. So like, those are the kind of people that when you're in that place, that's when you end up on double list. And you're like, I've tried everywhere else and nobody wants to have anything to do with me. Wow, that that was an eloquent picture you painted, Ian. Thank you for that. I can I you've can already fully see it now. You've already not not only have you tried other dating websites, you tried catfishing people on other dating websites with photos of other people, mm. and yet still, still, You're you cannot. You cannot. No one cares. No one cares. That hurts. It hurts a lot. It's really rough. It's really, it's tough. And you're trying to think about anything. You're like, okay, is it is it because I, my interests, did I say something wrong? Should I spice it up a little bit? Is it because I told in the thing that I say because I smoke? Is that driving people away? Are other people not interested in that? Is it because, and it's like, no, it's not. It's that you have a weird, ugly, old, adult baby face. And, you know, you still have, yeah. 
<laughs> have you lost a toddler's <laughs> worth of weight? Yes. But you still have two toddlers worth of weight left on you that shouldn't be there. So like that's kind of that's gross. It's gross. Mm-hmm. And like you you know you're you're getting closer, but you're still far away. And you and and you know what? Doublelist.com is like the only other spot you can go to. And you shouldn't go there. You shouldn't. You should just wait longer and be patient and go to the gym instead. But you're going to go to doublelist.com and you're going to post what this next person posted, which is not just did they post photos. They posted like like stock photos from the internet of a couple. They posted four photos of just a stock couple from the internet <laughs> on their bio. Just like a picture frame couple? Yeah, no, 100%. Like if you just Googled couple having a good time, these are the first four photos on Google, and they just put those uh, as their photos. I, I don't know if that's scary or sad at that point. That's it's It's teetering on terrifying. I mean, it's sad for one. It's easily <laughs> sad. It's definitely sad. I mean, they because they're saying female company in any form, mm. you know, because that alone is rough. I'll do anything. I'll try anything. I'll push myself to limits that I never thought I was going to go because I just need any attention right now. Please just give me attention. Hmm. Here's the bio. This first opening line is a little shocking. I'm newly single and looking to meet women by any form of communication. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, what? I have so many questions now. (laughs) (laughs) Please ask away. I'll try to answer them for you. Um, How long did you have her as a hostage? What methods did you use to contain her? <laughs> Do you have a basement? Uh, was this? Did you pay her? Um, did the family owe you money and you had her as ransom? Um, these are just kind of off the top. I'm sure there's off the cuff. She's just like some of the, like the first but, ones that come to the top of your head. But what's going on? I, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's really wow. it okay I, well, okay well I got another one did and and this might be insensitive but did your doll run out of batteries maybe that's this is, see see this is what I was gonna say this is what I was gonna say oh the relationship did you finally okay I can't I can't afford two more car batteries to turn my girlfriend on. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, he he had a girlfriend back when he was in sixth grade. (laughs) They held hands in the lunchroom waiting in line. Mm. That relationship only lasted, well, okay, I was going to say 24 hours, but it was a little longer than that because they they made it from first period to the lunch of the next day and then lunch of the next day he saw her holding hands with someone else in the lunch line and that was the last serious relationship he had been in you know and now he's 27 and so he first started off just like 
unbelievable amounts of pornography for the last couple decades. <laughs> Two decades of so like like you didn't think there was enough time in a in the day to watch that much porn. But, like, when you come home and play video games for a couple hours or watch your favorite TV show, it's just scrolling porn for four hours. Just get off of work, come home, watch porn for the rest of the day. That's it. That's what he's... sleep eight hours, work eight hours, porn eight hours. Porn eight hours. His weekend consists of he wakes up at 10.30, 11, watches porn for an hour, goes back to sleep... Wakes up, watches porn for another hour, goes back to sleep, wakes up, gets out of bed, has a snack, but through the process of making... At this point, it's like probably... He wakes up at 11. He does the whole... Well, I'll say he wakes up at 10.30. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt that he wakes up at 10, actually. I feel like this kind of guy wakes up at 10. Like, he's one of those people that, like, you know, he's not... He doesn't stay up too late. You didn't stay up too late because the process of watching porn is a bit tiring. It does put you to sleep, especially when you know you complete the mission of watching porn. Um, <laughs> if you guys know what we're okay. talking about, um, but when you do you the, when about, you Ian? when you do the dirty deed that porn goes hand in hand with, it kind of at least for some of us, for you, it for some reason it puts you on some kind of energetic path. <laughs> I am very sleepy. Well, when when. <laughs> When uh when Jetham pulls out and spills his seed on the tent type of thing, <laughs> exactly, exactly. But I think that that, he that is a, a that is a sick biblical reference, by the way. Just that is a, a, that is a, a deep cut, a deep, a deep cut, cut biblical right reference. Jethram, which you know what that is wild. That is wild. If you guys don't know the story, basically there's a story where this character in the Bible, his brother, I guess, was like infertile. And so I like, couldn't have kids, and so he the whole the whole carrying on your lineage is a big thing. And he was like, "Hey, bro, listen, something's not working. I can't do it. Can you please have a child with my wife?" And he was like, "Yeah, sure, I guess," but like a little bit reluctant because he's like, "Well, this is my special seed, and I don't want to waste it on your wife." And he probably doesn't even think your wife is like that attractive. And like, you're probably like the the, the you know je- the other guy was the run to the family, kind of the, the screw up. And they're like, "Why should you even carry on a line of children, anyways?" And so basically, he just has sex with this guy's wife, but then keeps pulling out and finishing on the floor, and not. Mm finishing inside of her and God just like struck him down dead because said, of it. Nah. No. No. Like he's like he's like here's the thing. It was already bad enough that you're having sex with your brother's wife to have a kid. But now you're not even gonna give him a kid. You're just gonna keep pulling out and finishing on the floor. Yeah. You need to be stopped. You shouldn't be allowed to interact with any Real other humans. Scumbag move. You're real scumbag moves. Yeah, no, no, definitely. Sure, I'll have sex with your wife. God said, hey, you know that lineage? Lineage? Lineage. 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 You know that lineage? uh, Tron lineage. lineage. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck off. (laughs) Uh, You ruined my joke anyway. (laughs) Uh, Deep cut. Um, Anyway. What was the what, what we're talking about? The post. 
Oh, yeah, female company of any kind. Okay. I'm newly single, and I'm looking f- to meet women by any form of communication. We can we can be online pen pals and share our innermost thoughts. We can... <laughs> well, that's like a great second line. We can be online pen pals and share our innermost thoughts. That's the first option, by the way. He's giving oh, you a okay. list of options of ways that you can communicate with him. Number one, be online pen pals and share our deepest, darkest secrets with each other. Thought number two, we can date without a serious commitment. Number three, we can go out to dinner, go hiking, or things of that nature. Which, first of all, if this is the way that, if you say you're interested, you know what I mean? Say you're a woman that's also like, you know what, I want male attention of any form. Don't go hiking with someone like this. No. Don't do that. Don't don't well like just unless just, unless you want to unless you're you know on the downward spiral. No, well, yeah, listen, say. just commit just commit suicide. <laughs> like if you want to die that badly, do it yourself. <laughs> do it yourself cuz you got to do it at your own pace, your own way. You are the one controlling the rules. Don't let someone else finish you off in the woods for you. Go do it in the woods though. I do recommend it's a good place to do it. Yeah, maybe uh maybe uh, a Paul brother will film you. Or we can go slow and try to establish a serious relationship. I'm very easygoing, well-rounded guy. Look forward to hearing from you and getting to know one another. Details. Mm. Do you want to take a guess on how old this person is? Like twenty nine. <laughs> Fifty two years old. <laughs> oh. Inventor of Oxford, California. Oh. Fifty two. I'm okay. newly single. At fifty two. Interesting. And you want to guess the age range of which he's looking for? Oh boy. Uh do I have to guess? Take a guess. Uh, I don't know. Preferably anything under 18. <laughs> no. At least he has the decency to wait till they're mature. And he said uh, 25 to 65. Okay. Well, let's. And the great thing is that the people in these stock photos are like 26, 27, and he is 52 years old. He should have posted photos of those two people in the bathtubs on the back porch for like the the Viagra commercials or whatever they are, or the diuretic commercials. It was yeah, like diarrhea yeah, yeah. commercials and people were sitting in bathtubs. I, I, can I, I'm, I'm getting a vision of this guy. Can I, can I share it with you? Please do. Please do. Guy, okay, I love so that. this guy, the first thing, this guy's out in the sun a lot. But he's as pale as a vampire. This guy, oh, yeah. This guy, mm. I'm getting big Keaton, Keaton energy out of this guy. Keaton, big Keaton, Keaton. energy, huh? Yeah, his name's Keaton. Uh, he he's still <laughs> he's still blonde. He's like a really fine blonde, but he's and and I want you to close your eyes and envision this. He I'm trying. He he has a receding hairline. That's gone about a, okay. a, a maybe a a quarter up his head, but then he's got a bald 
bald patch on the back, right? Kind of where the, the crown of your head is. Mm-hmm. He's balding there too, but I'm then saying, it just I'm stays saying, yeah. there. It stays there, and he kind of does a, a little bit of a comb over, you know. He's still got some hair, and then he's got a very thin pencil mustache, right? And he's he's probably about 55 pounds overweight, uh, mm. mainly in the gut. He tucks his shirt in. He works at, like, a plumbing store, like a Grover's. Um, he takes it really <laughs> oh, serious. Grover's, 100%. 100%. He takes it. He takes it really seriously. You know, this is his career. He's he's right or die for the company. <laughs> that's kind of that's he's the energy I'm getting. Grover's. <laughs> Grover's is such a great store name. That's a hilarious store name to reference. Uh. <laughs> wow, that's a beautiful. That's a beautiful image. And, like, when he does finally have a girl, the first time he had a girl over, he was just, like, secretly, he was just kind of bragging nonchalantly about the fact that he knows pretty much every part of the store. Like, every time they'd yeah. walk in, he's like, yeah, let me show you, let me show you the, uh, the back rooms. I'll just show you where I work. Yeah. You know, my stomping ground. He's like, oh, yeah, that's a, that's a Y flange. No, that's a reverse threaded faucet. Um, yeah, no, that over there, that's a, that's a tinsel coupler. Oh, and, yeah, and we he, have a lot of orders can't. for these. It's just, uh, it's a lot. It's a lot. I know. I mean, it's just if you wanted to find, I don't know, if you were tired of your sink when it drained, that the whirlpool spun clockwise, you wanted to spin counterclockwise. We actually have this drainage system that comes from Germany that uh, it's been really popular these days. I could probably find it to you in under. He probably has like the girl who's like, he ask me to find you a part and time me, and I'm gonna run back there, and I bet you I could do it in under a minute. <laughs> and and when he comes back, he comes back in 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 49 seconds, by the way. And he <laughs> is he is dripping in sweat. <laughs> He's like running off his nose. <laughs> his back is just drenched. There's just He's like wet this arch look. Over, like there's wet spots like six di- inches down his armpit. He's like handing it to her, but he's like he's bent at a forty-five degree angle because his back is just thrown out from that. <laughs> and and he and the whole time he's he's trying to figure out how he flexes his thirty-eight thousand dollars salary. He's like, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm, I, you know, I mean, I don't want to, you know, kind of humble brag, you know, I make I make pretty good money here, and and it's Oxford, <laughs> California, so thirty-eight thousand is like what twelve and a half dollars. <laughs> I mean that's enough to be homeless comfortably. <laughs> I think so. Mm. Mm. Um if you uh I, I took um I took a few more uh ventures on the internet. I don't know if you had any other things that you wanted to jump into. If not, I have a few other things that I would love to just throw your way and see how you feel mm-hmm. about them. Sure. I mean, I, I have I have a list, but yeah, go ahead. Go ahead and just. You will, oh, me. okay. You have a list, then then maybe we can go to one of the things that you've got. Unless you want to just stay on my things for the time being, you know, maybe save those things. Mm, I I think I I think I want to be selfish and because uh, this is a pretty good. I went I went I went to a quite a deep dive with Land Landover Baptist Church. Um, oh, you did? Okay. Yeah, yeah. And so I think uh, I think we'll save that for next time. 
Okay, I like that. I like that idea. I'm gonna do. I can't. I want to just see all that you've discovered at this website. Um, I decided to because I was a little bit disappointed. You know, I went on to Double List and they had some kind of membership thing, and so I was like, "Man, it's a bummer." Uh, where else could I find some people looking for people? Mm. And uh, I remembered that there is a beautiful part of the internet called Craigslist. And on Craigslist, there is another section called Missed Connections. I think that's what oh, it is called, correct? Yes. Missed Connections. Okay. Missed Connections. Yes. So, this is basically, for those who don't know, it's just like you had a interaction in person with somebody that lives vaguely near you, like in your city or something like that, and then you you never asked for their number or, like, got their name or whatever, and so you were just, like, you go on misconnection, you're like, hey, I saw you, blah, 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 doing this here, and you looked at me and, like, I want to, I want to, you know, engage with you. And there's nowhere else for me to find you but on Craigslist misconnections. Um... I just, you know, this is, have you ever, Robert, uh, in your life had an interaction where maybe you lock eyes with a woman or with a man and later in your day you were like, man, I really missed out. Like I should have done something. I should have said something and I didn't. Oh, yeah. Now I need to find a way to reach out with them. You're like, maybe I should make a post on Craigslist. You know, that's, that's, can I be honest? That's the first place I think of. That's the first place you of, go to I, solve these problems. I don't think of Instagram. I don't think of, you know, my Facebook, neighbor nothing. App. No. Um, I don't, How many I don't. misconnections posts have you made in your lifetime? Because it's got to be a lot. Uh, I, uh, can I be honest? Yeah, please do. 72. Maybe, no, wow. 71. 71. Wow, that's specific. That's very specific and and crazy at the same time. Not crazy in a bad way, but crazy that you've had that many misconnections with people. You know, I mean, 72. There's, so, there's just so many great people around, you know? Well, you think that maybe at that point you would just start asking for their number in the moment. You know, you wouldn't have to keep going on Craigslist. And how many times have you reconnected with people through Craigslist? Um, Two times. Two okay. Out of the seventy-one, out of the seventy-one, that means that there was eighty-eight or eighty-nine other misconnections. Sixty-nine, but yeah. Oh yeah, I'm an idiot. Sorry, sixty-nine. Sorry. Thank you, thank you, Robert, for being yeah. intelligible. Yeah. <laughs> All right, first one here in Hollywood. Title is. You the barefoot guy with big feet. Oh. Parentheses Hollywood. <laughs> you came over, and I rubbed your your large feet that Sunday. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> not that was that was not what I was expecting. You came over, and I rubbed your large feet that Sunday. You wore a hoodie and mask. So I didn't see your face, but you had nice, large feet, and I rubbed them and and worked my way up your legs. You said it was great, and I missed those sessions since you moved away, man to man. It was good for me, too. I wish I had someone to do it with again. Send pics, and let's do this. (sighs) 
posted eight days ago. Updated 32 minutes ago. Oh. What's the update? So, I don't even understand. Did you just meet this guy randomly? He came up to you, and he was just like, hey, could you rub my feet? And you did? Or was this like uh, you guys went out on a date somehow, and you didn't get their name or number or anything? <laughs> I don't understand how this situation even happens. I don't grinder. But that but you have a way to message them. How do you meet someone on the internet? You know, so this has got to be like they met in person out in the wild. Yeah. And he just by the end of their first interaction ended up rubbing the guy's feet and was like that was kind of nice. I kind of like that. I need to do that again. But then the guy kept coming back. So like how were they corresponding? Well, maybe it was just one of those unspoken things where like you know, the one guy who rubbed the feet kept showing up in the same place at the same time. First, it was just because that was how his schedule just happened to land. And then, you know, like when you drive to work at the same time every day and you start to see the same cars going the same every day, you know? And it's like, well, you go, you know, he took a walk, he took a stroll, maybe his morning jog or whatever, and he would always take his break to stretch in the park. And like, you know... First couple times, it was just like, well, I'm not... Listen, this is what I do. I'm not going to let the fact that I massage this guy's feet throw my routine off. But then it was started to become this thing where he was, like, yeah, that excited. Would be way crazy. <laughs> that would be super weird, <laughs> that'd right? That would be insane if you allowed... And you understand. a stranger's feet to throw you off. <laughs> that's, and you that's unheard of. <laughs> you understand, though, because it's like a fellow runner... He's probably had, he's probably like two miles in, three miles in, you know, and you'd hate for him to cramp up, especially in the arch area of his foot. And you're like, listen, I got you, dude. Yeah. Like, I've been there. I've I've been in pain before. I'll, I'll get you. Don't worry. I'll be able to give you a quick shiatsu. Mm. And then he started, he continued to show up at the place because he was kind of hoping to interact with this person. Mm. So, I mean, I, you know, I get it. Can't say we all. Do. I mean, come on, we all we've all been there, right? <laughs> Speak for yourself, Mister. No, Hollywood. right, Robert. We've all been there. <laughs> well, not on record. That's for sure. <laughs> um, listen, l- listen. I'll admit that I I podcast naked in in my house. <laughs> I mean, so much sooner than than I would admit. I have a grown ass man massage my feet. <laughs> How what, what? How desperately in pain? How, how desperately in pain do you have to be to ask a random person? Hey, dude, listen. Like, I know this is weird, but could you, could you just help me work this hey, knot out? Hey, Ian. I used to get beat with cheese graters. I think. Yes, Robert. I think I'm good. You think you're good? There's, there's no amount of pain I could be in though, where I'm like. Ah, well, and this you- is weird. And the thing is, though, is that is that you, because you're you, you like to tough things out. You like to be the man of the house. So I can understand you not asking for a massage, but you've been known to just go up and give people massages unconsensually. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I I've just seen you come up from behind people and start, you know, giving a little rough grab and grope to the shoulders. Mm. And I think that upper was, back, that was probably someone else you're thinking of, not because no, I could no, 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 because like I no, distinctly, no, no. I distinctly remember seeing you do this to at least a dozen people. No, 
No, that was you know. Oh no, I am I wrong? That was, it, that was Robert. No, no, this is uh, I'm Ma- I'm Malachi. Malachi. Oh, Mal. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. I can't believe I just completely. Ah, I got so kerfuffled. No, that no, makes this, sense why you're was, naked. Robert would never that, podcast naked. That Malachi. Was, that on the was other Robert. Hand, this is Malachi Nero. That makes sense. See, Alexander. I thought I was talking yeah, yeah. to. I get it. I get it. That yeah. makes I completely yeah, get yeah. it. You're you're a new reborn person. Yeah, change my name. Change your name to show that you've changed your life. Amen. If you could change your name, what would you change your name to? Malachi. Really? That's such a dope name. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking sick name. Malachi. I like it. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, I could see it. I could it fits you, Malachi. Malachi. It's kind of like it seems a little uh, insidious. Malachi does seem malicious. <laughs> it seems like I might summon a spirit or something. It, something along those lines, like you prophesy yeah. something. Mm. Um. Next, uh, missing um, uh, missed encounter, whatever, whatever it's called. Misconnection. Um. Misconnection, sorry. It's at the top of my screen. I literally just didn't see it. Title of this one is You Walked No not You Walked. You walk in my neighborhood. Palace Faraday's. When I happen to catch sight of you, I catch my breath. Which I don't think they I don't think it's the right word. I think they meant they 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 have to catch their breath or they like they lose their breath or something but like either way when I happen to catch sight of you I catch my breath Mm. you just walked by again yesterday in the early morning sunlight behind etched your beauty into my mind Mm. I would love to know your name sexy neighbor Malachi. Simply <laughs> <laughs> a Malachi statement. Wow, wow. Um, how many hours a day pro- does that person spend staring out their front window? Oh, three. Maybe three hours a day. Probably. That seemed too seems low. Like a reasonable amount. No. No, because it's like you have to do other things. Like I'm sure they work a job, you know. I'm sure they're yeah. weird there too. But like, but it's like it's like three hours that's cut up. So it's like a lot of like getting up. Like okay, the conference calls over. I'm gonna go stand at the window for ten minutes. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot. Yeah, of, it's yeah. a lot of that. Because they finish work and they cut like four hours, and probably like one hour of it is eating, and like three hours of it is just standing at the window staring. Yeah, you know, Man, I could. I could honestly, I could see myself as that guy if I lived in California. I could definitely see you as a dude that has like a small two-story house with like a window that faces the front and you just sit up there in an armchair with binoculars and you just (laughs) spy on the entire neighborhood. You look into people's windows like you're just always, you take photos, you know, and nothing like it. I just say nice a lot. Not like inappropriate photos, but like you're just trying to have blackmail on other people. You know, where you're like, oh, I saw you. I I saw you. Mm. Mm. Doing whatever devious deed there was. I just have a goatee. Oh, 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 
Damn. Well, um, I would love to. I would love to uh, close this out here with uh, with one more, um, one more beautiful, beautiful lost soul on the internet looking for connection. And again, brought to us by um, fucking misconnection. Misconnections on uh, Craigslist. Um, thank you, Robert. I, I appreciate your work. Uh, Malachi, sorry. Thank you, Malachi. No problem. I'm working on my devious voice. It's coming in. You're doing great. <laughs> Title of this one here. Missing my sidekick. <laughs> I'm a seasoned explorer. On the lookout for a spirited sidekick. Sidekick, not psychic. Um, a seasoned explorer, Robert. Would you consider yourself to be a seasoned explorer or are you a bit of a novice? Uh, I guess it depends on what I'm exploring. I think there's some things I'm pretty seasoned and experienced with. Mm-hmm. Exploring. Well, this is just that, general exploration. I, I would say so. How about okay. you? Um... I mean, I've explored a lot of things that are, well, let's, I mean, loosely, loosely probably pornographic is like the main <laughs> thing that I've spent a lot of time exploring over my life. Not now. Not now. I've retired. It's I have thankfully retired. You, it, you know, okay, I'm sorry. I just have, we have to pause this real quick. It's cr- It's so crazy how you paint me as the pervert. <laughs> and, and 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 then and then there's this. It's like, oh, Robert's a sicko. He just stared, and then you're like, well, I had, you know, I was I was watching just like violent porn, okay, and just kind of just kind of just kind of looking at it while Whoa. while making spaghetti. And you're like, oh, dude, you were making marinara sauce and watching someone get hit. While you had a half chub, and I'm just like, "Hey, that's an attractive woman." Okay, hold on, hold on. I do not paint. Listen, I paint you as a lot of things. A a lot of things. I have painted you out to be many, many things, and but I don't think I have ever painted you to be a pervert. The only times that I feel like you are a pervert and I point it out is when you are referring to members of my family in a way that is, you know what, most people would consider to be perverted, depending on their line of judgment, Dude, whatever I, their morals, depending on their on, moral man, standards. I have done that in years. Yeah, it's been a long, I mean, mostly just because I've been gone for a couple of years, so, you know, we haven't spent time at my house together where I could hear you talk about how, you know, voluptuous my mother is. <laughs> Or, or anything other other descriptions and adjectives that shouldn't be used about my sister or any other members of my family. Well, dude, you know I you know I wouldn't do that. But I have never painted you to be a pervert. I have painted you to be many a thing, but not a pervert. And I never said that I wasn't. I mean, thankfully, I am not. Well, I strive to not be. Okay. Thankfully, I have been redeemed. And my sins have been forgiven. And I hopefully am at a place where I can put that behind me. I'm just referring to my past. Can I not, Robert, listen. I know that you, you know, I know that you don't refer to your past that much these days. You've kind of put your past completely behind you. You try to leave that in the past. 
and mm. not regurgitate it on a regular basis. But at this, you have you have though at times brought up your past many, many, many times. So it's just like. It's not fair that you got to do it all those years, and now I don't get to do it now that I have a past. Because now it's not just the present, it oh, is so, the past. So you're so. kind of like in your – okay, okay, I, I'm kind of getting – you're kind of like, hey, look, you're kind of proud that you have a past now. Yes. You're like, yeah. Well, because well, the thing is know, is I that kinda... I had a dirty, dark present, and now thankfully I've turned that dirty, dark present into a dirty, dark past. And a dirty, dark present is shameful and gross but a dirty dark mm. past is something to be proud of something to really mm. flaunt around to put other people down because their dirty dark past is not as dirty or dark as yours is you know mm. and i haven't gotten to do that until recently so now i'm trying mm. to make the most of it well obviously since you just gaslighted me into apologizing and i'm sorry that i outshined you in my in my in my dirty past you know, I'm sorry that you couldn't always take center stage with your you know, shameful presence. It, and, it, it and I'm and I'm truly thankful that you can now live free with your dirty, dark past and be okay. But be here's proud the thing: can I be honest? Can I be honest though? Is that you get to take credit for other people's work? And like you don't wait, even acknowledge what? that you don't even acknowledge that because here's the thing. Here's wait, the thing. wait well, I, no, 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 no. Listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. How does that make? I had Take to. For I had what? To, no, listen. I had to grind. I had to spend years in the gutter grinding for my dirty dark past. I didn't just get a freebie because my stepdad molested me. Then now I get to talk about my dirty dark wait, past. Wait, wait, no wait, one I touched to me. They left me alone. I had to go do the dirty darkness all by myself. You had it handed to you. Wait, Maybe wait, it was so, unconsensually so handed to you, but it was handed to you. <laughs> wait, so so you're blaming me because because my because I got the dirty dark past forced upon me, and and let's just and and molesting was the was not even the worst part of it. Uh, yeah, and, and and so I'm taking credit for for that. I basically just I, I basically just showed up. <laughs> you were just there and it happened. Oh, Come on, dude. That, oh man, that makes dude, I'm you so You got sorry. the lucky break. <laughs> oh, I did. Oh, man. Wow. And, and oh, I just I'm sorry. I have to think about this for a minute. Wow, I'm you such should. a piece of shit. You should. You should. You've been using wow. it and abusing it. I just With just great power up. comes great responsibility. And I clearly misused it. I'm ashamed. I'm. I'm ashamed. Well, listen, now. listen. While you deal with that, I'm gonna read the rest of this one. And you know, if you have any closing remarks about your shame, then Sam. And if you need to wait and just spend some time to pray and meditate over those things before you speak on it, then please do so. Um, hmm. back to missing my sidekick, seasoned explorer here, on the lookout for a spirited sidekick. On offer. Don't know what that means. Thrilling escapades. This is what they're looking for, basically. Uh, actually, I think this is what they're offering. On offer, I think uh, what they mean oh. is I'm offering these things. I'm or offering offer to up. you. I'm offering to you, if you're a spirited sidekick, thrilling escapades, thought-provoking exchanges, and life lessons when needed. 
which mm-hmm. those are kind of like the trifecta for life is because most of the time I am, I feel like I'm just in my downtime to be like, when is the next thrilling escapade that I get to go on? When is the next thought provoking exchange that I get to have with one of the people that I know in my life? And, you know, I don't want this all the time, but here and there, I could use a life lesson, a takeaway moment, you know, something that I could retweet. So it's like, that's like, that's a lot to offer somebody. That is a great, well-rounded resume. Wow. I, I mean, I don't even know what to say. I'm, I'm honestly still kind of stewing in my shame. So I, <laughs> well, this is, listen, this, is, continue, this is a lot for continue. me right now. You continue. The only, and you know what's great though is that this guy is offering the. I'm assuming it's a guy, but this guy is offering those three things. And guess what? All he requires, all he requires for thrilling escapades, thought provoking exchanges, and life lessons when needed, is a laughter lover with a knack for impromptu shenanigans. All oh, you that, have to be wait, is someone you. who He's loves. You. That's me. He's describing me. Dude. He's describing me. Run. He's describing me. And he didn't really, he didn't. Friend. The thing is, is he didn't really make it known whether he was looking for, it didn't make it known if he was a guy or a girl and if he was looking for a guy or a girl. So I think it could be anybody. And like, I'm looking for thrilling escapades. I'm looking for thought provoking exchanges. I would like a life lesson here and there. And I think mm. I love laughter. And you know what? I have been criticized in many different ways, especially by you. But the one thing that people have told me that's complimentary is that I have a knack for impromptu shenanigans. Almost to a fault sometimes. Oh, oh I mean, yeah, yeah I, 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 I feel like I can't speak because I've, I've put you down so many times. I just Yeah, and you're still you stewing know. in shame, hopefully. <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. Robert, I feel like I've put you through a lot on this episode. I've 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 forced you to have to endure quite a quite a few different things that you know might be a little bit rough for you. Mm. I just want to know while you're over there stewing in shame, completely naked. <laughs> uh, what what has been your overall takeaway, and where are you at mentally after at the end of this episode? Oh man, I'm. I mean, I was, I was, I was prepared to end this episode lighthearted and mm. kind of, you know, just happy to talk to a friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, but now that is not the case, my friend. <laughs> oh, <laughs> excuse a, me. That okay. is not the case, my teacher. <sighs> Actually, yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna say biblical reference but i don't i don't think it's appropriate um <laughs> okay probably for, good probably yeah, good i was about to drop some latin and ancient sumerian but i'm like you know ah, what? I, I don't and, think I, and I look forward to the next opportunity when it is appropriate to drop latin and ancient sumerian but i appreciate the fact that you have reverence for the scriptures <laughs> i certainly do you know <laughs> i i i leave i leave this 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 pot of shame and disparity um, stewing. I hope to walk out of this chamber of podcasting Mm -mm. um, 
less of a victim, realizing that maybe Ian had it worse than I did. Um, he he truly is one to be thought of and respected. Mm-hmm. Um, his not only not okay. Not only is Ian a excellent host, uh, he's eloquent. Said he least. has endured so much. He's put in the work. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's lost two mm-hmm. toddlers, and <laughs> <laughs> and and he's. I mean, the 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 battles and bur- the the mental weight he has shed <laughs> is is equivalent to probably one Asian elephant and then one African male elephant, which is <laughs> wow, incredible. Incredible! So, That's impressive. I, I only have reverence for you. Leaving, I, okay. I would say, leaving this session, I only have reverence. Wow! And that is all. Wow, guys! I, wow, Robert, uh, Malachi, um, yes, you know, I'm honored. Listen, hey, listen, I just want to reassure you about something that I know that now. After this whole episode, you were expecting a bit of a lighthearted, joking, kind of just fun friendship moment where two lifelong friends just chatted up and share their own life experiences. But you were hit. You were hit with a weighty, weighty brick of truth. And, you know, and it's tough. It's tough because I, I am weighed down constantly by the burden of truth that I have to be able to proclaim it and share it with others, even if there are hard, difficult consequences that come along with that. I appreciate that you were able to handle it the way that you do, and you may feel a little disoriented. You may feel a little bit, you know, discombobulated. But I want to let you know, Robert, I want to let you know that you may be lost right now, Mm. but you're not lost forever. Oh. Oh, my goodness. You're just... Lost for the summer. Go in peace, my friend. Until next time. Shabbat shalom. Thank you.